Exactly. So, uh, the way people see it doesn't threaten me. I don't feel, yeah, mm -mm. doesn't matter. But it's sometimes uh, we've had the opposite reaction. You know, I That's understand, I understand things. If we could have uh, special clubs that only opened when special situations or conditions were met, but that's not how information occurs now. You know, it's out there, a lot of information. And a lot of times when we hear the information, it's could be not appropriate to hear that information. But uh, at the expense of sometimes that happening, I feel everyone has a right to hear something that has provoked a huge amount of relief in this life because I'm confident that what we're speaking about isn't Paul, but it's a parasitical movement that seems to hide under the identification as, so Steve and Jeff and Paul are not Steve and Jeff and Paul. They're really a vehicle of transportation for a parasite, so to speak. And, uh, what brings relief from that is this idea of a higher power. But what allows a lot of relief to occur is a recognition of the exact nature of the problem. Yeah. And in my case, uh, uh, you could grill me for four days. I am not going to admit that I did that shit while I was under the influence. I just do not see that. I do not see that I sat at home and chose to destroy myself. I don't. Yeah. And I feel something moved me. And it says it throughout the book. You know, we make decisions based on self. What does that mean? Yeah. Any life run on self-will is hardly going to be a success. What does that mean? Selfishness, self, uh, self-centeredness that we think is the root of the problem. Uh, being convinced self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. What the hell are we talking about? We're talking about some kind of foreign element that's been introduced into us and now is directing us to do what it wants. Yeah. And you could call it playing God. You can call it possession. You can call it demonic influence, you can call it anything you want, but the recognition that that which has defeated you is not you opens up the possibility you can be free from it. And what happens is when that possibility arises, it usually tells you you've been trying to be free as self. Yeah. It informs you that that's exactly what you were doing. You were trying to be free as self. And so you were caught in that statement, self can't get out of self. How are you going to get out of self as self? It's impossible. So you see self as other, and then the possibility of being free from self becomes available. There you go. If people find a problem with that, that's the way it goes. Yeah. So this is the platform. This is why we don't say this is an AA meeting. We're not in any contrary argument with anybody. We're just putting out a member's view of what's the exact nature of the wrong and the relief that can follow if seen that way. So instead of constantly calling that which you has defeated us, its manifestations as ours, you see it as selves. Yeah. Resentment is completely different than my resentment. My resentment can have life for 50 freaking years. A wild resentment doesn't live that long. It just doesn't, yeah? Fear, we're not even clear about fear. Mostly we're being moved by mental anxiety. Yeah? It provokes what we think are ex you know, expressions of fear, but the fear is not arising from a, a contemporary threat. We're reacting to something that's actually not happening. 
being presented in the head. And that's mental anxiety. It provokes what we call fear, but it isn't fear exactly. Yeah. If you lose interest in the mental activity, you're going to be free from that anxiety because, in fact, it's not happening. It can only happen with you. So that's the point of it. So, Mike, you want to start or anything? Sure. Just a friendly reminder that this is not an AA meeting, as Paul just mentioned. Uh, this is just one member's view on the exact nature of the wrong expressed in page 64 of the AA Big Book. And typically, we start out with a small reading, which I have uh, for us today from page 64. And um, and then we'll open it up for uh, some questions or shares as, as time permits. Um, so we're going to go straight to the heart of the matter, Paul. We're going to go to page 64, the first full paragraph. Yep. All righty. And it says this. Therefore, we started upon a personal inventory. This was step four. A business which takes no regular inventory usually goes broke. Taking a commercial inventory is a fact-finding and a fact-facing process. It is an effort to discover the truth about the trade. One object is to disclose damaged or unsaleable goods to get rid of them promptly and without regret. If the owner of the business is to be successful, he cannot fool himself about values. We did exactly the same thing with our lives. We took stock honestly. First, we searched out the flaws in our makeup, which caused our failure. Being convinced that self manifested in various ways was what had defeated us we considered its common manifestations. Resentment is the number one offender. It destroys more alcoholics than anything else. From it stem all forms of spiritual disease, for we have been not only mentally and physically ill, we have been spiritually sick. When the spiritual malady is overcome, we straighten out mentally and physically. In dealing with, in dealing with resentments, we set them on paper. We listed people, institutions, or principles with whom we were angry. We asked ourselves why we were angry. In most cases, it was found that our self-esteem, our pockets, books, our ambitions, our personal relationships, including sex, were hurt or threatened. So we were sore. We were burned up. Actually, get us started, huh, Paul? Yes. Thanks, Mike. You're welcome. Now, many of us have had had this experience where you read a sentence hundreds of times and then the hundredth and one time you read it, you see something differently. The same words, same page, say it's in the same paragraph. You've gone over it tons of times, but see, suddenly the words seem different. Obviously they're not. How you see it is different. And so in this case, why are they trying to present this personal inventory as an impersonal business inventory? Yeah, why are they saying we're going to look at it as if we have a, a business and there's shit that's not working and not selling and we're going to take an inventory on it? Yeah, because obviously, if you take a personal inventory on your business, you may really like, you know, elephant jeans, but they haven't sold. You have 500 pairs and not one person's has sold it. Your girlfriend bought one just to make you feel better, but returned it when you weren't working one day. So you have these 500 things, but you sort of like it and you made the purchase. So you don't want to look like an asshole. So you're going to keep those 500 elephant bell jeans. Yes. But if you see it impersonally, you realize it's not working. Yes, it's not working. It's not like, oh, it's not working, but it's my cousin and my, my wife's going to be really pissed if I fire him. So I got to keep him on. No, an honest appraisal. It's not working. Yeah. So they stress this for that whole paragraph. So that what happens? We did exactly the same thing with our lives. So we're going to look at our life sort of like a business. Yes and see what works and doesn't work. And this is why we would like to have a helper, a sponsor, because obviously that personal veil can be very confusing, yes? We're apt not to see the things that are really killing us. Like, remember how you'd meet a people person in AA, they would 
they would honestly believe they would had no anger or resentment, and they were the angriest person you ever met in AA. But the, they had a story that they are not angry, no resentment. Yeah, you know, this is the this is the cloaking of the situation by this extreme personalness. So we do a business inventory. What are we going to do? We did did we did exactly the same thing with our lives. We took stock honestly. Can you can you be fearless when you're taking an inventory of someone else? Yes. Do you take a fearless inventory of you? Probably not. Yeah. Are you going to be completely honest about you? Probably not. Can you be completely honest about someone else? Yes, because they're not you. <laughs> yes. So a fearless and thorough inventory has to be looked at as a more like a business inventory instead of a personal inventory because you have personal reasons not to see a lot of shit that you have in your life. Yeah. And the parasite talks to us as us. And this is why, if you look at our community, a lot of people go out at step four and step nine because the parasite does not want you to see your role in things because you will see its role in things. Yeah, If you follow this inventory suggestion, which is coming right now in this, this paragraph, we did exactly the same thing with our lives. We took stock honestly. First, we searched out the flaws in our makeup, which caused our failure. Yeah, all right. So what are those flaws that cause our failure? What they are are being convinced that self manifested in various ways. So the flaws in our life are the manifestations of self in our life. Yeah, if you read it, the next just seems very simple. First, we search out the flaws in our makeup. And in our makeup, there's something foreign in our makeup. Yeah. So what make it's just like it talks about fear is like a thread that runs through the fabric of our life. It's difficult to recognize the thread of fear because it looks like every other fabric of our life. It's called our fear. Yeah. But when you see it as not our fear or my fear, but fear, there's a recognition that helps to bring about a relief from your fear. When you see it as not your fear. Yeah. So being convinced that self, being convinced of what? It does not say being convinced that you manifested in, in many ways has defeated you. It doesn't say that. It says self and us. At least the way I grew up in, in the English language, us is not synonymous with self. Yeah. When I say self or think self, I don't think us. I think self, yeah? <laughs> I don't see it as us. I don't. Now, correct me for my English, but this, it's very simple. In this one sentence, it has both those words, and they seem to be contrary to each other. Self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. I feel we're the us. Yeah. And then this singularity called self, we give it that name, is what has defeated the plurality of us. Yeah. This is why, even though it was extremely surprising after a few months listening to people in AA, I came to two conclusions. How did these people get my thoughts or they're not my thoughts? <laughs> yeah. Because they sure seem to have my thoughts. And my feelings, yeah? Now, I didn't know the person at, sitting next to me at the bar or in the cocaine house because I wasn't talking to them much. I was maybe talking at them, had my thoughts, yeah? But in AA, that's what happens. People come in suffering from this common uh, calamity, thinking it's very personal, uniquely terminal unique, share their unique, private thoughts, and they sure sound like mine, don't they? And yours. And their, their most intimate feelings of being fucked by life sure sounds like the intimate feeling of being fucked by my life. Yeah. And then 
they did some extreme shit that was quite similar to the extreme shit I was driven to. Where don't where is it you don't see the commonality of the problem? And it's the uniqueness when it's taken uniquely is part of the problem. This is part of the parasitical strategy is to convince you that you're a unique terminal condition. Therefore, not open or available to being helped as others are helped because I have unique, special problems. Yeah. I had a guy I worked with for years and he was, his head was so good. He would always come up with the problem, which was not, and I go, well, what year of the problem are we in? Because I remember 2017, the problem was something else. So it was always a unique problem. Yeah. But it was festering in, in the same identification as self. Being convinced that self, it didn't say being convinced that you or me, it says self. Manifested in various ways was what had defeated us. It had defeated us, it will defeat us, and it's, and it is defeating us, yeah. We considered its common manifestations. How do we consider that? By doing an inventory. What are three of the common manifestations? Resentment, fear, and hurting other people in the pursuit of what we want, which would be selfishness, self-seeking, and frightened, right? Inconsiderate and dishonest. We're driven to those conditions because it seems much more important for us to get what we want than how we treat others. Yeah. In this statement, it's implying that self is the root of all this. So simply, the next paragraph goes resentment. Why are we calling it my resentment? When it's been in the book, in this book, not Paul Hederman, in this book, resentment is clearly described as a manifestation of self in one's life. And why are we calling it ours? This is attraction, not promotion. I meet someone who has 40 years of sobriety and they're still fucking feeling guilty and shame for what they did when they were out there and they're living in an anxiety. I don't want that. I don't want that. That's not attractive to me. It isn't. It's not attractive that every present moment I bring old fucking luggage in based on I was the doer of all that shit that happened when I was out there, when I was clearly taken over by something. And decisions were made based on self. And actions were done based on self. Where is the relief? If you keep calling them yours, your actions, and your decisions, you're going to have a, a, an empty luggage that you're paying for every fucking trip. And you're afraid to open it because there's a lot of guilt and shame in there. Yeah? Yet you have to pay for that extra luggage everywhere you go all day. That's not attractive to me. It isn't. Yeah? Simple. All right. Resentment is the number one offender. As you can see, they're describing, they don't say our resentment is the number one offender, yeah? But really what makes it a number one offender is my resentment, doesn't it? Yours, usually your resentment isn't going to kill me. The resentment that's going to kill me is my resentment, yeah? Now, is it the resentment that kills me or is the resentment the gun that the murderer uses to kill me? I would say the resentment is like a gun that the murderer uses to kill me by me calling it my resentment. Yeah. I'm blowing a hole through every one of my days. I'm shooting myself in the foot all day. 
professing I would do anything to get out of this, this resentment, but I keep calling them my resentment. Yeah, I do anything to be free of my fear. Yeah, why not see you're free of my and then see what fear means to you? Maybe you'll see it as mental anxiety. Yeah, and maybe you'll see it that mental anxiety is the effect of the head playing God. Yeah, the head's telling me something that's not happening, and I have so much faith in the head, I act as if it's happening now. That's a miracle, isn't it? That's making sh shit out of nothing. Could you imagine if that power that's being misspent and misused was surrendered over to what we call the higher power and it would be put to much greater use? And then that, that faith that's producing anxiety right now would produce an ease and comfort in your day. You would be in the condition of the problem does not exist for you now. Yeah. Yeah. So there, we do the inventory, common manifestations. I'm not saying, just look at the power of my, yeah? If I think about money and I look at everyone here, I wish everyone to have a lot of money. If I think about money as mine, I don't want any of you to have any of my money. Yeah. It's a huge difference. The word my implies something. There's uh, so much meaning given to what comes after the word my from us through my. Yeah. So here we are. Resentment. All right. Resentment. My resentment. A lot of meaning gets there. Hey. Eh? Then you get justified, then you get righteous, and then you end up being alone and right in your fucking room. Yeah, this is the bondage of self. You want to know the bondage of self? You have the ability to reach 12 feet, you can only reach six feet, yeah? You have the ability to enjoy peace of mind, but you can only enjoy peace of mind when all the conditions around you are managing control and maybe for a 10 minute moment until the candle burns out or the fucking gong stops gonging or the incense dies. That's all playing God with God. Do you believe you have to be in a certain place at a certain time and you have to look a certain way to meet something that's always available at all times right where you are? Do you really believe that? Or is that what's playing God in your head? Yeah. I'm always amazed, man. How much this simple message has caused <laughs> wherever I've gone. It just blows my mind. <laughs> I'm just a typical jamoke. Something's happened. I'm sharing it in the community that I live in. And, and wow, don't go there. Don't do this. Don't do that's my I didn't know I had that much power, really. I swear to God. <laughs> I'm a heretic. I remember they used to call me so many things. I was the radical cleric Paul. Uh Fourth step, Paul, Buddha, Paul, non-self, Paul. It's fucking, once you get a nickname, you've been neutered. No one's listening to a fucking thing you're saying. Yeah. This is not about the messenger. It's about the message. If it works for you, enjoy it, man. If it doesn't work for you, put it as a an anomaly, a novel anomaly, a, you know, a philosophical uh exercise to entertain your mental muscles yeah who knows but here i want to have i have some fault with this i've never believed we have a spiritual malady where he says here resentment da, 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 da. when the spiritual malady is overcome i don't believe there's a spiritual malady i do not believe spirit could have a malady i say there's a mental malady and what this program does, this program allows 
the interest in self to migrate into the interest in a higher power. Yeah. And when the mental condition diminishes, the spirituality of what we are becomes obvious. Yeah. If not, it will be the mental condition trying to become spiritual. It has no idea what that means, but it thinks it does. So maybe it grows its hair longer, starts practicing loving gaze, da-da-da-da-da. Yes, but we've learned this already. People, even when they're generous and kind, isn't that self-seeking? Yeah, it's written right now, book. When I came in AA, I figured... When I'm doing good, that's there's no involvement of self. It's only when I'm doing bad that was self. And then in the big book, they fucking put that to the end where it says, oh, the self-centered person can be virtuous and kind and generous. But yet, isn't it self-driven? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I believe self is a foreign activity just like a parasite in nature, if you want to have a, some really beautiful examples, just look up a, a, a mushroom called cordyceps. And the cordyceps, of course, confronted with the main agenda of all things here, which is reproducing, has a very faulty system of reproducing. It spores underneath an umbrella. It's got to be. It's got to be based on something running into it, or the wind blowing the spore in the right place. So they said, "Screw this! What we're gonna do is we're going to attack something like an ant. The spore is gonna land in that ant, and it's gonna burrow into the ant, and somehow it jacks it in, jacks into the ant brain, and it uses the ant for transportation, and the ant." gets driven to where the mushroom wants to go. Once it arrives at that danky, wet place, the fucking spore kills the ant and the mushroom grows right out of its head. Sounds like alcoholism, man. Eh? It sure does. Oh, wait a minute. I'm so unique. I'm nothing like that person. But we all end up at the same three parking spaces, institution, jails, and death. Yeah. So is there all of us millions of drivers or are all the millions driven by one driver, which is self? Which is it? Are we all unique drivers that somehow end up at the same three parking spaces or all of these quote unquote unique drivers are being driven by the same thing that likes to go to institution jails and death? Yeah. All right. I think the latter is clearer, don't you? That's how I see it. And that's what we share. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, man. All right. You want to open it up, Mike? I can go on and on with this. Well, I wouldn't mind if you did. All right. So here. We have uh, no hands. All right. So when the spiritual malady is overcome, Do you do that or does something do it for you? Is the recognition of our way of life is that something is doing for us what we couldn't do for ourselves, or is it that we get in such shape we can do everything for ourselves? Which is it? Yeah. It's a reliance on a higher power. That doesn't change after 20 years. You don't graduate from that. Yeah. There's a recognition. And I mean, we've had miracles, haven't we? I mean, I got struck sober. I had years and years and years of being pummeled by the recognition that no human power could change what was affecting me because nothing could until something did. And not only that, it changed me and then it introduced me to a way of life that would allow me to be changed for 35 years. Yeah, that's it all happened in a in a innocuous fucking day at a regular day at the office, just trying to stay loaded until I went to another jail institution or died, basically. Something intervened, 
struck me sober. I was at my first AA meeting that night, and I've been going ever since. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, quickly. Ba, 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 ba. So no human power could do what I needed to be done. Exactly. What's doing that now? That which I cannot do is done by something greater than me. Yeah. I would say that something greater than me is actually me. Tell you the truth. Yeah. But not the me that I used to think I was. No. That, that me is playing God. There's a being God that's available at all times. There's something that's playing God that's making that state of being God an unsuspected inner resource. In other words, we don't have a fucking clue that we may be what we're actually looking for. Yeah. We may be driven by spirit as spirit. But when you get a sense of it, maybe your higher power Instead of a higher power of your understanding, it will be a higher power of its own understanding. That's quite revelatory. Yeah. And then your little myopic view just gets pried open. You just see bigger. That's all. You see larger. You just open up. It has to. It's like being a marathon runner that's been stuck in a closet. You've been released from the closet. Now you can run. Yeah like a free-range alcoholic, yeah? You can run around, entertain things, learn that you can uh, <clears throat> have a viable relation with another person, learn that you can face life successfully, like going to a job interview instead of not going to the job interview because you know you're not going to get the job. You just go there and you find out you get the job, yeah? So you, all this shit happens and what occurs? Hopefully, in a way, you become maximum use for yourself and others. Yeah. So after doing service a lot, you now have a sense of, uh, of being of service, which is a really interesting state. Yeah. In other words, your door isn't always closed. It's open. You're open for business. You're available and present to what life is, a, what, how life is happening now. Yeah not completely affected by your head speaking about yesterday and tomorrow. You're freed from that, and now you're responding to what's happening now. And right now, nothing much is happening. So I'm at peace, yeah? What? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds, it's appropriate, right? It's appropriate. <laughs> Nothing's happening. I can respond to that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, it's like Zen, they would say, you see blue as blue and red as red. There's no confusion anymore. Yeah. All your metaf metaphysical questions have been removed. Yeah. You're just here completely all the time. Sleeping, awake, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. The mental state has diminished. The spiritual state is obvious. Yeah. The mental state trying to become spiritual only expands the mental condition. Yeah. It's not, th it's not doing what you think it's doing. You're becoming a spiritual self, which is subtle and slimy, very tricky. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the inventory, the humble thing we're sharing, it's in the book, is we're now going to look at self's common manifestations, and they are resentment, fear, and harms done to others. And we're going to do a four-column inventory, and hopefully take responsibility for our role in things and maybe be open to see something else's role in things, which we would call self. Yeah. So instead of saying self's resentments are yours, you'll actually attribute it to self. And maybe you're going to travel lighter. I humbly believe you will. Yeah. That's all you can do. Yeah.
All right. Anyone, Mike? That's, yeah. No, I don't see any hands up right now, Paul. If anybody has any questions or comments that would like to make small comments, please raise your hand. Oh, here we go. Mark S. How you doing, Mark? I'm good. I'm good. Hey, everybody. Hey, Paul. Um, I mean, it's weird to ask a question here because any question I have is kind of like, what can I do? And all the answers are nothing. It's like it's got to happen to me. But the thing that I want to, I don't know, I've been watching you online for a long time. This is only the second time I've come to a live event. But the thing I want to say into the space is like every time you say like, at the end of some of your talks, you'll say like, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to something else, something in you. And whenever you say that, it's like something in me stops. Like it's, it pauses me. And I, it's like, but you were saying, you said it earlier this session. It's like, I thought I was one thing, but it turns out I'm this other thing. Is that, is like, so it just makes me wonder about like higher power. Like early in sobriety, I was turning everything over to my higher power and it just allowed me to do stuff. Yeah. Now, life is pretty good, except for something <laughs> keeps me coming back to, to this non-dual thing. The, the hook is in past the park. Anyway, if you could speak around the not me, the higher power, and the there's nothing I'm doing kind of stuff, I'd really appreciate it. Well, to me... You know, I see the body, I like to call it an action figure. Yeah. So the body is almost like a living spacesuit. It's doing its thing in this atmosphere that's provided by existence. You know, we're all on. We don't know how that happened. It doesn't, I don't know where a switch is that it could ever go off. It's just, we're awake. Yeah, literally. You open your eye, it doesn't like, you don't have to, you don't go to a, a, a seeing class in the morning, do you? Or a hearing class, you're just, your eye open, there you, the whole world's there, everything, yeah? So there is an undeniable onness, I would say, is our basic condition of awakeness, yeah? Yeah, now there's a head, the brain develops over time. And I think in a way, the way it tries to compile and catalog everything is by being a separate entity, yeah, self. And it's sort of like how in 2001, the, the computer where unbeknownst to the, uh, the, the astronauts has, has another agenda and is not telling the astronaut its agenda until the astronaut starts getting suspicious, then it kills the astronauts. Yeah, so so Hal had a job, but it seems to have taken another job with unbeknownst to us. Yeah, and now this head has gotten a little too much attention and interest and it's entered a stage of playing God, literally. Yeah, so it talks about us and about others and it, forecast and it tells us what they are and what we are it plays god basically it's not god it's not but it plays god and so many of us have listened to that to some bad destinations yeah we had great faith in it you can watch it in just life i remember we were doing a talk in massachusetts at this rural area we got there a little late and there was a commotion at this railroad uh, crossing and there was a couple of stop signs and the cops were there and some lady had turned onto the tracks listening to her GPS. And because she had such faith in the GPS, she was denying the sound of the tires on the tracks. She went about 25, 30 feet down the tracks, believing her destination was right on the right. <laughs> But obviously, the faith in the GPS brought her into this condition, yeah? Yes. So the action figure, 
very difficult for the action figure, almost impossible not to think it's the action figure. So what happens? The action figure driven by some other, some other shit, mostly of the mental state where the problem resides, runs into a lot of walls. Some of us get introduced to AA, yeah? And then the light preserver that's thrown, yeah, is the higher power. Because we found, first of all, if you were like me, when I was young, I was, I, I was inappropriately feeling responsible for everything. Yeah, like I remember when my father got very ill at six, uh, my mother sat and talked to me about how things were going to change. Like my father wasn't going to play with me as much. They brought in the doctor, Dr. Janquinto, to tell me. And the only thing I felt was, what did I do to cause my father not to want to play with me? Yes, this is self-centeredness. And it's it's it weighs itself down by tons of responsibility that it has nothing to do with. Yeah. So this is what happens. We come into AA. We admit that we can't pull it off. Yeah. And that something else hopefully may be able to do it. And it and so it is actually for most of us. If you follow this program, there's usually going to be a relief from that unrelieving fucking gnawing thing. Yeah, at least you won't drink or use. Yeah. Now, what what the highest form of that action figure could be surrender. Yes. It doesn't see that it's not it, but it sees, okay, I'm fucked. And it realizes I'm not managerial quality. So it's its role of being the GPS is now completely recognized as failed. And I'm fucked listening to this thing. And now, how do I picture the relief? I picture it as a higher power because I've been living under another power called the power of self, yeah? So now I have an imagery. Something did for me what I can do for myself. It's packed with a lot of feeling because it actually happened concerning something that was fucking unbelievable, which was active alcoholism and addiction. I got struck sober. I haven't touched the use in 35 years. How much, what a, that's like a radioisotope of faith just cooking in my own life. Like a giant comet, a giant asteroid showed up into my little barren mental world and it's just pulsating, you know, relief and possibilities. Yeah, it's, I would have to pour a lot of dirt to try to fucking hide it, yeah? I went the other way, I surrendered. So yes, so... This action figure sees a higher power as always available at all times, right where I am with no requirement necessary to meet it. Or me, basically. You could say that, yeah? <laughs> as, a, as a form of relief. Great form of relief, but also factually true to me, yeah? So the relief that I planted on this idea has proven to be true that there is a, something that's greater than self, and there is something that will do for me what I can't do for myself, and there is something that has a damn good GPS, and there is something that's going to take care of me, yeah? Throughout these situations where something wants to jump in and manage and control, yeah? Okay. This evidence is that the, the case has already been set. There's a precedent, yes? Every other mental case that rises fails because of the precedent set by the relief I have received through this program of recovery. Yes? They think and yap as much as it wants. It's false evidence trying to appear real. Reality or reality appeared real to me. I'm fucked. Yeah? And I'm not managerial quality. That's it. Hallelujah. Now, when I wanted not to be fucked and I wanted to be a, be a manager, it was incredibly frustrating because that was the dilemma of powerlessness. I didn't have the power that something assumed it had. Yeah, I couldn't make people do what I wanted them to do all the time. Yeah, When I was young and I was charming, I was working better. But at the end, I was super fucking pissed because I had no money to buy drugs and I couldn't convince other people to buy drugs for me. 
Yeah. So I was super pissed, super fucked. Yeah. And then I got the something did something for me. And I was convinced, which I believe we all have the ability to be. And if I was new, I would pray for the ability to be convinced to so you can move on with this shit. Because if you keep arguing with the facts of your life, you're going to lose. Yeah. And the facts of my life is I'm not managerial quality. And if I introduce any drug or something into the system, a lot of other uninvited guests are going to come with it. Yeah. It's just going to happen that way. Would it happen today? I don't care. I like having the house with the dog asleep. Why would I want to tease the dog? Yeah. So, yeah. So that's the idea of a higher power to me. If it's always available at all times, right where I am, you could call it us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I believe we are the unsuspected inner resource. I don't think we have an unsuspected inner resource. I truly believe we are the unsuspected inner resource. See, but something is constantly telling us, us it is us, yeah? And it's this stubborn act of being identified as it that's severely limiting our possibilities. Incredibly, yeah. And so, so that's the thing, The what I'm looking for is what's looking. Yes. It is. Yes, but most definitely. In my case, in my humble experience, my looking for it has stopped for years because, uh, yeah, I, uh, what's looking out of my head is what I'm looking. Now, the story that it's Paul is a story. It's like, is the, is the, is the, uh, there's the meat and then you package it and you put a name on the meat. But the name doesn't mean shit without the meat. Yeah. So we are that. Yeah. You can give it any name you want. I don't give it any name. I feel it. Yeah. Yeah. That which is breathing life to me, I believe is what we are. I do. And I have a very clear recognition of what I'm not. And we try to embellish it to make it because people will say, well, this idea of self is only a part of me. Well, that may be true, but it thinks it's all of you. <laughs> so this little pirate or rogue programming thinks it's all of you and it wants it to be all of you and i would imagine it would be helpful if you notice that because if you try to make it like a service animal it's going to bite you in the ass okay okay yeah yes yeah thank you paul yeah that's my take today how is i see it now but when I read this shit, it's all, it rings so true because I have, I'm speaking the sentence from the relief that the sentence implies to me. Yeah. So the sentence is in the book, but I'm speaking it with the relief that it implies to me. This is not an intellectual fucking understanding. Relief comes first, and then you realize why you didn't weren't available for relief. And then if you have a seat assignment, that's what you share. You share about what's making you seemingly not available to relief so that you can recognize it from relief. Yeah. Relief is the solution. You see the problem from the solution. Yeah. Yeah. And the solution is always available at all times, right where you are. Hallelujah. Yeah. Can you imagine if the solution was like around the block? You'd have to have a vehicle to get there, put on some shoes, this and that. Yes. Or a book in the library. You'd have to have your car, take it out. Someone may have already taken it out. Yeah. There would always be this space of vague anxiety about relief, but the relief is right where you are right now. Yes. Why do you think the problem is where it is? Because that's where the solution is. Yes. The problem is right trying to cover up the ever-present solution with all the mental activity. That's what it's doing. Why do you think you obsess over tons of shit that you think it seems so stupid? It's not the thing you're obsessing over. It's the obsessing that reinforces the identification. 
So it'll, it'll, obsess, it'll obsess over anything. It wants to reinforce this idea that you're something that it tells you you are. That's what it's doing in the head all day. Yeah. Now you can be hearing it. Yeah. Hearing it is false evidence. Listening to it is false evidence appearing real. That's what happens. Yeah. You hear it. You know where it's coming from. It's false evidence. You're listening to it. You don't know where it's coming from. You think it's you. That false evidence starts appearing real. What allows it to appear real is us, 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 not it. Self does not have any light on its of its own. It acquires light from us. It manufactures consent and we give it our light. We give it our light. And it's fine because light is infinite. There's no end to it but the experience may not be so great for you. Yes? Yes. Yes. To me, that's the slavery or the bondage of self. It's not about getting rid of it. It's losing interest in it. You lose interest in it, that thing that you thought ruined your day still appears and doesn't ruin your day. Wait, what do you mean? It used to be able to ruin my day. Did it lose that power? No, you're just not giving it that power anymore. Yeah, that's really it. You're not giving it the power to defeat you anymore. You're not. By a simple understanding, you're not that. Now the light is being put to different use and it may be it's bettering me and it may be bettering others. Yeah. What more do you freaking want? You've been correct. Your, your direction and movement has been corrected. There's good orderly direction. Just get on with the fucking day. Yeah. If you're lucky and you've been sober for quite a while, you probably don't have much heavy lifting to do. You may not. It may be pretty, it may be pretty chill. Yeah. Now, does that mean you should get guilty about it because others aren't chill? I don't think so. I think you should fucking entertain it and enjoy it while you have it, yeah? Well, while it has you. And I think you're better used to other people as an example because what you are is going to speak louder than what you say, yeah? When someone tells me about freedom and they're still embroiled in guilt and shame based on them being the doer of shit that they didn't do when they were being used. I'm not, that's not attractive to me. I don't care. Yeah. It isn't. I don't want to have a managed condition. I don't. I want to have a free condition. I do. Yeah. I don't want to be constantly taking inventories about fear, I want to outgrow fear. And one of the ways you start outgrowing it is see it's not actually fear you're concerned with. Fear is a valid emotion, ready to respond when there's an apparent threat, a real threat. It's being played like an instrument by the mental condition. It's plucking the instrument, the strings of fear with mental anxiety. You're flipped out about a future or a past condition now. So your condition now is being overridden by a mental condition. That's slavery. I think some of it too, like just as an alcoholic, like I'm conditioned for bliss, right? Like I want the solution to feel insanely good. And I'm just wondering, you know, you sometimes use the word, that phrase, dog shit awareness. Yeah, get over it. That's just your head. Get over it. Okay. Yeah. Just because it doesn't play out the way you want doesn't mean it's not fucking great. Just to fit yourself around the situation instead of trying to fit the situation around you. Yeah? Yeah. To the head, it's boring. It's never going to get that exciting. But joy, (laughs) peace, joy, contentment, satisfaction, uh, 
they may not come with like uh, Fourth of July explosions, but they're very, very reliable. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you get over a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah. Don't they know who I am? No, they don't. Yeah. A lot of shit. Yeah. Being misunderstood, plenty. Plenty of times. Do you feel like I want to mislead people? Do you? Do you think I have a master plan? No. I'm just a person who's got a huge amount of relief, has had downloads about why that relief didn't seem to be available. I have a, a, a sense of faith that you suffer under the same tyranny I have. I'm sharing about relief. Yeah. Because I didn't hear it from where I was living. I did not hear describing resentments as a manifestation of self, even though it's clearly said in the book. Everyone passed on their information about resentment as their resentments to my resentment. Yeah. I see I see that as a glaring uh mistake. Truly. And we're just gonna keep pounding away as long as we have a platform to say what we're gonna say. We've been saying this for thirty years or something. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you know, you can see I'm not a circuit speaker. <laughs> I usually used to get all these invitations, then they find out about me, and I never hear from them again. <laughs> it ruined my career. I could have been a contender. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Appreciate that. Um, hey, Paul, we have a question from our friend Walter from the Netherlands. Hey, Walter. Hey, Paul. Yeah, you're a serious uh, rebel. I appreciate it. I wonder, you know, if I see it correctly. I also just had Christmas. A few fellows uh, relapsed uh, seriously. I had my family uninvited over the floor. They're alcoholics, you know. Uh, I felt shitty afterwards. I felt to pick up. I saw it moving in my head, you know. Um, uh, it would have been the traditional uh, bottle of uh, cognac, uh, freaking out, making... I didn't do, you know. I know by now from it will pass, you know. I have faith in that. It will pass. It did pass, you know. Yeah. Um, what's more, I'm an awful listening to... Uh, a lot of times listening to discourses etc and i i'm i'm flabbergasted about it from how is it possible now i suddenly hear it and i wonder you know from this continually mainstream if i hook into it you know i'm fucked you know if i hook um this is connected with the feelings again and sure there are still emotions have to be seen if i hook into it if i take it serious i'm fucked you know then it is indeed poor me, poor me. And yeah. And yes. also you talk you talk away, you know, beautiful. The way you, you make everybody dumbfold it, you know, the way you talk. It's it's an art. But lately, you know, I see that I got so confused by all the words, you know, all the endless streams of words, the therapists, you know, the making making up shit which doesn't happen, you know. I see it in the circuit, in the recovery circuit, from people people saying things to them, but it's their own mind projection, you know? They picked it up somewhere in therapy. And from, what are you talking about, you know? Mm. And I wonder if I'm... Do I see this correctly, you know? Because this language, what, how human beings would be if there were was no language at all, you know? I mean, the brain would still function. Uh, yeah, you would see smells and colors, and uh, the, 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 you would feel the wind, you know, but there's not a whole subtitling from it, you know? And now all the time the subtitling, and that, that made me always confused, and this is getting less, you know? And now I wonder, are you going really insane now, or are you getting really, is there some sanity coming in? I wonder. I would say it's sanity, bro. And also, it's a nice moment to take and honor the fact that you didn't drink the cognac. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, well, it's a miracle. 
that's that's that that implies a profound demonstration of a power greater than self oh absolutely you know there you go my, so. my, my body is seriously falling apart and so on and i do my best to to heal it you know some things i just kaput but yep. in the past i would get suicidal about it and now i just i almost laugh about it you know well to me those are great signs of relief yeah which is, is huh? honor. yeah instead of going into the whole battles and the forays of things just the uh fucking drama, huh? the primary relief that allows you to entertain all these ideas can you imagine if you drank the cognac you wouldn't be entertaining this mental battle you'd be fucking looking on your couch for some coins or something uh, I, I, I was the, the particular night after the meeting of the family. I was walking through the cold. It was in the night. It was the full moon over a bridge, and I could imagine, you know, me standing there with a bottle of cognac and in, in a potion jumping over the bridge. You know, yeah. that passed through the head. You know, a nice dramatic scene. I didn't yeah. do it, you know, but I saw the movie. Yeah. And, I mean, so many people did it. Isn't it nice, though, it is, it, instead of being in the movie, you see the movie? Yeah, 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 exactly. That's a big upgrade. That's a very big upgrade. Because usually yeah. we were in the movie without seeing it. Now we're seeing the movie we're not in, which is great. Fantastic. You know, I'm, I'm very suspicious, you know, about... Uh, I did do a lot of reading when I was younger, you know, and it influenced me a bit and also a, a lot. Also all the rock and roll songs, you know. And it is, I, I got more and more from, hey, I was just imitating, you know, all the songs, all the books. I was just building a character according those lines. Yes, yes. And it's all fucking crap. But you weren't doing that. It was the head, which is nice. It's a good. It's a good bit of news that it wasn't you building the beast. It was the head. The head. The head. Huh? Yes, you're just here as you're here as awareness, Bray. Yeah. So that's it, and nothing else. You might, huh? you might as well rely on that one quality we can't lose, and just rely on the awareness and ask that power to reveal to us. Uh, and then whatever is revealed, you can bring it to step six and seven if you follow. Exactly, those. exactly. And just just when you're, it's only that you're being blinded by it, that you're blinded again by the movies, the dramas, that you think you're not, that there is no awareness. But the fact is, awareness is seeing, seeing the whole crap. Exactly. It's just that way, see, what happens are, let's say we are awareness, and then the head tries to direct that awareness to become super aware or become self-conscious. Yeah. So it that that light of awareness, which is awesome in a very dispersed way, becomes magnified and it creates all these mental illnesses and shit. Yes? Yeah. yeah you don't yeah. want to have that light of mind magnified by the mental glass, magnifying glass. I, I see it more and more, you know, from the, the people in the recovery scene, they go to the therapists and then they think they have the solution because they are di diagnosed like this and that and this. And when you laugh about it, they feel insulted, you know? Yes, well, you know, everything is beautiful there, but there's people in it, you know? What are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Paul. What are you going to do? I mean, AA is but there's people in it. That's what happens. <laughs> what to do, you know? Yeah. That's why I love dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Thank you, Walter. I think we're going to end today, eh, Michael? Thank you, Walter. Sounds great. No other hands up. You want right. to say goodbye? Thank, thank you for jumping in again, bro. Am I going to see you this afternoon? Yep. Oh, great, great. So, yeah, if you want more of this uh, meetings from the Insane Asylum, we have one today at 4.30. <laughs> uh, 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 my brother movie than be in the movie. If you want to feel a part of, just start wearing a lot of white garb and we'll have the virtual background of rubber walls. And Let's just tell the fucking truth. Luckily, we're not all crazy at the same time. All right, Adrian, nice to see you, Adrian. Thank you for your attention and shit. Uh, Caro, nice to meet you, Caro. Where are you, Caro, from? Hi, I'm in, I'm Caro. I'm, uh, I'm in Jersey in the UK. 
Oh, great. Nice to meet you. Thank yeah. you for the meeting. It was great. Thank you. Yeah. We got Mickey, the matriarch of Madeira. I can't, I can't see this, my friend's name. I'll get to him later. Colin, Colin C. Nice to see you. John in Florida, as always. Oh, there she is. Alane. I never say it right, but she's got a great name. Oh, German gal. Kathy from Cleveland. Annette. Tom in Denver. Jess. Oh, our Irish friend. Jess, nice to see you. Miak at her, her new Airbnb there, I guess. Rico, a man of his word. Nick. Yep. Veronica. Rick Rowe, Toronto. Yeah, Rick, just remember when we get close to that time about the meeting. Yeah. Joseph, France, nice to see you. Jeffrey, delivering eyes or ears or something. Yeah. Bill Churchman, nice to see you, Bill. Roman, as always. John Kay. Uh, let's see, we've got Kimya, Peter S. Nice to see Peter. Jeffrey, Alexi, Malkin. Uh, Malkin. Fletch, Steve in San Diego. We've got uh, Amy, Paula, Rye, Tom, Rob, Kentucky. Uh, let's see. I can't get this. Oh, John. Nice to see John. Uh, Reed. Uh, Reed, I, are you the one I spoke to, Ed? Nice to see yeah. you. Nice to see you, Reed. Thanks for dropping in. Hey, thank you, everyone. Uh, we'll see you later, hopefully. And this, we're going to have a live meeting down in January 20th in Temecula, I think, in uh, Southern Cal. And then the, on Zen Bitch Slap events is all the Zooms. They're all the same Zoom, no password. So, all right, see you. Bye-bye. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Paul. Bye.